Welcome to New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, where we envision to build a biblical community of loving believers, which have a personal relationship with God and each other, modeling the pattern of lifestyle of Jesus Christ. Join us now as we prepare our hearts and minds to hear and receive the Word of God from the Man of God, Senior Pastor Rev. Nathaniel Wood. My brothers and my sisters, this morning we want to look at the beginning portion of a letter that James, the brother of Jesus, wrote to the Christian church that was in Jerusalem. This letter of James was written in the late A.D. 40s. And if we were coin a theme for James's letter, that theme would be everyday worship. Throughout this letter, James is not interested in talking about the kind of worship that only happens on Sunday mornings. He is more concerned about the way we worship God when we are not in the church building. For James, worship isn't a weekly activity, but worship is a lifestyle. And James doesn't waste any time before he cuts right to the chase in his letter. Now, what I read to you Verse 2 is just the beginning of his letter. And from the outset of the letter, James jumps right into the deep with a statement that drops his reader's jaw. James writes, Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials or troubles of many kinds. <laughs> now, Fred, that statement has to shock you. If you really pay close attention to it. Listen one more time to what James says. He says, consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials 
or troubles of many kinds. <laughs> now, come on, y'all. If somebody wrote you a letter and said, consider it pure joy when you go through many troubles, that language would jolt you. He says, consider it pure joy. Now, in the King James Version, that word, pure, those words, pure joy, is translated all joy. It's almost like James wants us to be thrilled with the prospect of suffering through the troubles and trials of life. Now that might sound good in Wonderland, but in reality, it's no thrill to think about facing the troubles and trials of life with pure joy. Now, if you and I, can I take my time? If you and I examine or pay close attention to what James is saying in verse 2, we will discover that James does not say, consider it pure joy, my brothers, if you face trials of troubles of many kinds. But James says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials or troubles of many kinds. You see, it's a fact of life that you and I are going to go through trouble. Did you hear what I said? None of us, tell your neighbor, say none. None of us are exempt from trouble. Now in our society, we have fostered the notion that it is possible to live a life of comfort relatively free of trouble. And unfortunately, deacons, some people of the Christian faith have even been taught that lie. 
there has been floating around even in the church this idea that if we can just read the right book <laughs> and get the right formula for success that we can skip all the troubles that come as a part of life. And listen to me good. If you and I buy into that false idea that a total life of ease and comfort can be ours on this side of glory, then when trouble shows up, when troubles come, and guess what? They will come. We will lose our minds and even might allow our troubles to destroy us. Listen to me good. Troubles in life are inevitable. The song somebody wrote said, everywhere you go, <laughs> there's trouble. There's trouble in the schoolhouse. There's trouble in the White House. There's trouble even in some of our church houses. There's trouble in our own house. There's trouble in our neighbor's house. Everywhere you go, there's trouble. And guess what? You cannot run or you cannot hide from trouble. James has just told us this truth. And just in case you need James's words to be confirmed by somebody other than James, the Apostle Paul testifies to this truth. In Acts 14, verse 22, when he said, listen, we must go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. Now, now, if Peter and Paul's words don't carry enough authority, to convince you of this truth, check Jesus out. Jesus, the Christ, said himself in John 16, verse 33, Jesus said, in this world, you will have <laughs> trouble. 
but take heart or be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So all I'm saying, my brothers and sisters, is that you and I might as well accept the reality that in this life, we will have to learn how to face and deal with trouble. Listen, 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 listen. Makes no difference. How much and how sincere your prayers are. Makes no difference how much you read your Bible. How much you pay your tithes and offerings. Do good to others. Don't lie. Don't cheat. You can shout around the church, dance and bask in the spirit of God. I'm here to tell you that you will experience trouble sometimes in this thing called life. Mm. <laughs> Listen. If you choose to breathe air, you invite the prospect of inhaling a viral or bacterial infection like COVID or influenza. If you choose not to breathe air, then guess what? <laughs> you die. So in essence, <laughs> what James is saying to us is since you and I cannot avoid trouble, we don't need to spend our lives cowering in fear or lives in isolation and hiding. I'm talking to some of us that still at home and won't come to church because we still so afraid of COVID and influenza, etc. <laughs> Listen to me good. What we have to realize is since trouble is inevitable, our attitude towards trouble will determine how trouble affects us. You see, if we are afraid of trouble, let me tell you what trouble will do. Trouble will beat up on us 
and cause us to go into isolation. Am I right about it? If you really think about your life, you and I must admit that the times when we have grown and matured the most is when we have gone through trouble. Am I right about it? That is because God, somebody say God. God uses trouble to mold us into what he wants us to be. You can see the progress of thought in James' words. James says, consider it pure joy. Whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing or trying of your faith develops patience or perseverance. In other words, trouble produces something in us that we all are going to need. What are you saying, James? I'm, James is saying that God uses trouble to help us become who he wants us to be. Did y'all hear that? God uses trouble to help us become who he wants us to be. But what do we have to do when trouble comes? We have to maintain the correct perspective about our troubles. And if we can maintain the right perspective of trouble, we will grow and mature in our faith in God. This truth is clearly taught in the scriptures. We're Pastor Wood, all right, I'll tell you. Paul writes, in Romans chapter 5, verses 2 through 5, he says, We rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings or in our troubles because we know that our suffering and our troubles 
produces perseverance. Perseverance, character. And character, hope. And hope does not disappoint us. Because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he, somebody say he, he has given us. So what Paul is saying to us is through troubles we learn how to lean and depend on the Holy Spirit. Oh. Listen, listen, listen. Many of us are the people we are today solely because we allowed the Holy Spirit to work in us when we were going through our season of trouble. And the Spirit produced in us the ability to persevere in and through our troubles, which resulted in the development, thank you, Jesus, of character and hope in us. Uh, listen, I don't know about you, but I can now thank God for the troubles that I have experienced. Because all those troubles did was teach me how to lean and depend on Jesus. Anybody in here got that testimony? Has anyone in here learned how to lean on the power of the Holy Spirit? Lest I keep you too long. Not only through trouble do we learn how to lean on the Holy Spirit, but we also, through troubles, listen, we learn how deep our faith really is in God. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? Trouble will bring out how deep you really are in the things of God. In 1 Peter 1, verse 6 and 7, Peter writes, in this, you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief 
and all kinds of trouble. These have come so that your faith may be proved genuine. Listen to me real good. It's easy to believe in God and have great faith when you're cashing paychecks when your health is good, when your baby doesn't need a new pair of shoes, when your telephone is still connected, and your light bill, rent, and house note is paid. It's easy. To have great faith when things are going well for you and you are living the good life. But it is when you are standing in the unemployment line or when the doctor tells you it's terminal or when your family disappoints you that you learn how deeply you believe in God. Trouble. Somebody say trouble. Trouble, Fred is the thermometer that tests the strength of your faith. Some of us, can I be honest? I said us, have found out through trouble that we did not have it all together like we thought we had it. And we've discovered that we needed a little bit more faith. Just like the singing group, Mary Mary, they discovered that they needed a little more Jesus to help them along the way. Well, Pastor Wood, how can my faith be further developed and matured to help me face and deal with troubles when trouble comes? Well, I think the Bible has the answer. The Bible says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. In other words, you have to get into the word. 
and let the word of God get into you. But then you must also understand that faith is developed in and through the fire. Wait a minute, y'all, y'all, y'all missed that. I said faith is developed in and through the fire. So in other words, faith must be tested and tried and is only matured as you and I go through adversity. Well, we have found out that through troubles, we learn how to lean on the Holy Spirit. We found out that through troubles, we learn how really deep our faith in God really is. But in closing, we also learn that troubles don't last always. <laughs> is there anybody here who is willing to testify that I've discovered that troubles don't last always. Let, 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 let me give you a relevant illustration. Many of us suffered power outages as the result of hurricane or tropical storm Ian passing through our neighborhoods. Many of us were in the dark for several hours. But I don't know about you. Living in Fuquay, we have Duke Energy. And Duke Energy would text or call to say to us that we're in the dark, that they were working to restore power back to our homes. I knew that for a little while, I would have to deal with the trouble. But I also knew that somebody was working <laughs> on my behalf to restore that which I lost. And eventually, after 12 hours, the power came back on. If Duke Energy works on my behalf, I know somebody bigger than Duke Energy. I know somebody who's got all power. I know somebody 
who looks out for my good. Can I tell you who it is? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus lets me know that I may have trouble, but trouble won't last always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Troubles come, but as sure as they come, troubles go. But you know what we got to learn? We got to learn how to wait until our change is coming. But we just got to wait and be patient. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm finished. Boy, the, the words of Andre Crouch just come to mind. <laughs> he said, I've had many tears and sorrows. I've had questions for the morrow. There were times when I did not know right from wrong. But in every situation, God gave me blessed, what's that, consolation. That my trials or my troubles only come to make me strong. And I, I, I like, I, I, I like the, the, what we call the vamp. Yes, Through it all. <laughs> Lean up and tell your neighbor, through it all. I've learned how to trust in Jesus. <laughs> I've learned how to trust in God. Through it all, through all my troubles, through all my trials, through it all, I've learned to depend upon his word. Come on, stand to your feet all over the church.
We know that you have been blessed through the hearing of God's Word on this day. We invite you to join us at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, located at 4813 Hilltop Needmore Road, Fuquay, Arena, North Carolina. For more information, you can contact our ministry at 919-552-3531 or visit our website at www.newprovidencebaptist.com. Thank you for joining us and be blessed.